0: You are listening to Alpha Health and Wellness Radio. I am your host, Dr. Haley Schaff, and my goal is to empower you to become the alpha of your health. All right, you guys. So I have literally tried to record this probably like three times. I just, my mind is kind of all over the place in terms of where I wanted to go with this episode, what rabbit holes I want to go down. And so I deleted the other two and this is going to be the winner. So let's hope that it's good. Okay. So, um, I today want to talk about some things that maybe hope you will help you kind of realize like where you're getting your information from, how to kind of take certain things that you see on social media. And there's uh, health is so kind of all over the place, especially when it comes to, um, influencers and stuff on social media. You know, influencers on social media are—they're not physicians, they're not doctors. Not—not not knocking their education by any means, because um, I do hope that they have some. But I think it's really a good idea for people to be wary of like who they're getting information from. And I guess what is sparking this and what kind of really just fires me up is I—a lot of people that I follow on social media are naturopaths, functional medicine doctors, chiropractors nutrition experts, um, you know, people I went to chiropractic school with friends, family, like clients, patients, whatever. Um, you know, people who have been with me in my journey, whatnot. Um, and you know, so a lot of information that I do see is, is information that is kind of like recently coming out in the data. It's kind of the same type of stuff that, that I'm reading that, you know, my fellow health colleagues are sharing as well. And so, you know, that's a really good place for me to kind of go and get new information, new places to look at new things that I could help people with. Um, but the other day I was going through my, uh, stories or feed or whatever, and a post about gut health had come up and I was like, Oh, that's so excellent. Cause gut health is seriously so important. Gut health is responsible for our immune system our ability to make and digest, um, things that were vitamins and minerals and, you know, utilize the nutrients that we're eating and make our hormones and, um, our sleep wake cycle. And, you know, just a gut health is really just kind of the foundation of health. Right. I mean, obviously I understand that Uh, my second podcast episode ever was all on gut health. And that was probably one of the most listened to podcasts I have out yet. Um, I talk a lot about gut health in my online course. I talk about gut health a lot on my social media. It's it's a really huge foundation, and so I was like, oh okay, so I figured I'd read it. And um, this person's talking about gut health and you know why it's so why it's important, but then their only tangible advice for the gut health was to take a supplement that they sell. And then you know I go to their page and I see like okay like let's see if they're practicing what they preach and they live quite an opposite lifestyle that is conducive to gut health. Um, you know, eating out uh, fast food because it fits your macros, eating like a lot of packaged foods with ingredients that are going to do the exact opposite of gut health. Um, and so when I see stuff like that, you know, it just bothers me because, I would just wonder how many people are like really needing help in that arena and then go to a post like that and are like, "Okay, like this is my way out. This is how I can help gut health." But then they do they don't change anything else with their life. And I think that that's just kind of the problem that I have is so many people um blindly sometimes follow influencers and I don't want you to ever blindly follow anybody. I don't even want you to don't even blindly follow me. Like take information that you take in and think about it for yourself. You know, most people we don't we don't think about things for ourselves. And I do, I do encourage you to be a, to be a thinker and question things. And, um, I, I, this just kind of sparked this conversation is because I know in the fitness community, I've just seen so many posts, so many people that I follow, we are kind of trying to like expose so much of, I don't know what the right word is Expose so much of like the not health that is found in the fitness kind of industry, if you will. And, and I do not hate the fitness industry. I literally, that's kind of like how I started on health and fitness. I literally kind of started in that industry, but I I do see now being on the practitioner side, I do see some issues with it in terms of, you know, it's really great to be able to help people with weight management and increase their fitness, but we have to be talking and taking, excuse me, a whole body approach. To their wellness. And that does include foods that they're eating on a daily basis. And that does include lifestyle measures that they're doing. And not everybody's perfect. I think that there's always good, better and best options. And I think that we should always be striving for the better and best whenever we possibly can and leaving more of the other stuff in moderation. And I understand that moderation for some people is every day. Uh, moderation is maybe every other day. For me, moderation is like special occasions once in a while, maybe twice a month, you know, it's, it's sparingly. Um, and I, and I get that depending on what it is, moderation for that will change, you know? So, um, when I saw that, I just, I just felt such like a calling and just, I was just so angry because I'm like, so many people are probably actually struggling with gut health and then they're going to get really no tangible advice on how to fix it. And, and I will say, you know, you can eat what you want, quote unquote, and you will still lose weight, which I know is like kind of the big thing in the fitness industry, right? It's if it fits your macros, it's, you can literally eat a pop tart for a pre-workout if you want, because it fits your macros. And, um, you know, we don't think about these negative repercussions down the road. And honestly, that's something that we should think about because there's no studies. Like if it fits your macros is like, yeah, the calories in calories out, but to think of our body in such a reductionistic way of, okay, it's just simply math and energy balance. Are you guys serious? Like, come on. Our body is so unbelievably complex, so unbelievably complex. And you know what? I'm not knocking if it fits your macros. Well, I am, but I've done it. So I, I know. Like, I remember I was literally shoving, like, carbs into my mouth at like 10 o'clock at night because I had carbs left. I wasn't hungry. My body didn't want to eat. I probably shouldn't have been doing that because that was literally the heaviest and most horrible I've literally ever felt in my entire life. And I just want to bring to a new perspective on health and not necessarily thinking of foods that you eat as calories, but foods as you eat is how is this serving me? Um, I definitely have been doing a lot of reflecting lately on like Nick, my, my journey as well as Nick's journey. And so much of our journey has been together, which is really cool because we've been together now for six years we were date. we've been dating for, well, we're married now, but we were dating for six years, um, this February. And so when we first started our fitness journey, if it fits your macros was very, it was new and cool and awesome. And that's what we did. And you know, like if we could eat whatever we could to do that, that was great. You know, did we feel great? not really. That was when my hormones were at its worst. That was where, when my acne was at its worst, I literally weighed so much more than I probably, there was a, probably a 20 pound difference. And granted, I was never, I was never really super overweight. Um, I was doing if it, it fits your macros because I just kind of wanted to try something different. And, um, I wasn't like, like I said, I was never really overweight, but I, I saw this as kind of a thing to be like, wow, I can literally eat whatever I want as long as it fits my macros. Like I literally remember Nick coming to my room um, when we were in dorms and he was bringing me and my roommate pop tarts because we were seeing on social media that that if we could literally eat a pop tart because we had so many carbs left for the day and we would be okay. Right? Like everything would be totally fine. But me and my roommate felt like shit. We felt horrible and we didn't really like admit that outright at the time, but like eating that food, even if it, it does fit your macros, I do not think that that's a good idea. Um, And that's not to say, oh my God, I'm being so restrictive and I don't eat any food. No, I do. And you know what? Like looking at where our journey is now, I love the food that we eat. I seriously feel unbelievably satisfied. My palate has changed in a way where I just so appreciate the natural flavor of foods. And I don't need things that come from a package. And I get that this journey is going to be a little bit different for everybody. And it's going to take a little bit more time for people to kind of transition from more of like our Western way of eating to more of just an as nature intended approach. Um, and kind of looking back, I, I, I do not track right now. I I'm very, I'm very mindful of what I eat and I'm really cognizant of getting like plenty of vitamins, nutrients, healthy fats, and lots of healthy protein in, but I, my physique on un, like unintentionally is much better now than it ever has been. And so was NYX. And you know, for our wedding, we did not, we did not like diet like crazy. We just lived the lifestyle that we live now. And I've gotten so many people reaching out, like, what are you doing? What are your macros? What are you, what are your carbs at? Like, are you carb cycling? Are you this? Are you that? And it's because like these things are constantly in our face with these people pushing on Instagram. And I am just here to tell you, like, let's just live a healthy and sustainable life. I can sustain the way that I eat every day. I can sustain the way that I train every day for hopefully a really long time. And, um, and I don't feel deprived. And that was kind of my goal is showing you guys that, yeah, just because like we don't eat vegetable oils or things that contain them, unless, you know, we go out to eat and it's just evidently there, you know not shopping in the middle of the grocery store and buying all these processed packaged foods, I don't feel like I'm missing out on anything. I don't feel like I'm missing out because I don't eat sugary crappy cereal. I don't feel like I'm missing out because I don't have whatever your favorite junk food is like in the house. You know, I've personally found that you are incredibly more satisfied and content eating real foods. And then, you know what, if I want something like the other day I made these paleo, I make healthier swaps like paleo brownies. So what I wanted to share is some things that I'll do in terms of swaps for some of the food. So, so for baking swaps, right? So I don't use margarine. I don't use canola oil or vegetable oil ever. I don't, I don't, it's, I've never even bought it. So I'll use things like grass fed butter, super, super high in, um, fat soluble vitamins. Um, it's high in ALA, which is a really good fatty acid, um, that can be beneficial for weight loss and energy. Um, I'll use coconut oil a lot too. Um, those are kind of like my go-to kind of more like cooking oils. Um, sometimes I'll also use ghee and you know what, believe it or not, I actually have lard too. Cause lard is not been is not the demon that we once thought it was. Everybody's kind of bash saturated fat and and it's really not the devil. It actually keeps you incredibly satisfied. It does not clog my arteries. My blood markers are incredible. Um, and so it's very, it, when you look at kind of like who funded these studies to kind of tell us that saturated fats and all these different products were bad, it was the sugar industry. And so when you look at stuff like that, science, science is super important, but you also have to know who's bias in science. Um, so those are kind of like my favorite baking oils. So, um, for like baking substance, I love using, like, I love adding protein powder to like a protein cookie or, you know, if I'm doing like a healthy brownie, it's, it's more like protein is kind of like the base of it. And then I'll add in some coconut flour or almond flour. If you can't do nuts, um, you could do, like, if you can't do tree nuts, coconut works fine. Um, I like kind of using a mix of coconut and almond because, it's not refined like regular flour there's more nutrients there's more fiber um it's going to have much more of a blood sugar stabilizing effect so you know and these treats do taste amazing you know i can i can use like dark chocolate and if i'm going to use a sweetener i'll use like maple syrup or honey raw honey um and i don't need a ton of it because when you kind of take these crappy foods out you realize like you kind of reset your palate a little bit so um you don't have to feel like you need to load things up with sugar and crap because you are kind of like resetting yourself. So, um, I just, I realized that I totally have to be wary of who I'm watching on social media and what they're eating. Um, and, and I think that you should also be wary of when you're looking at them and when you're seeing like their six pack abs, because when I see their at like their six pack, but then I also see what they eat. I definitely kind of hypothesize to myself that there's just because you're skinny and ripped on the outside does not mean you are on the inside. Visceral fat is essentially fat that accumulates around your organs. You don't necessarily have to see that on the outside. That can be something that you might really not change picture to picture, but it can be accumulating on the inside. And I, I suspect that there's a lot of influencers who, if they truly eat like how they show it on social media, because quote unquote balance or quote unquote, no restriction. Um, I definitely suspect that there's some visceral fat and you know, what's super funny is then you start to kind of see these people talk about their hormone issues that they're having or whatever it is that they're having. Um, and it's, it's, it's no, no fault of their own. They probably just don't know or aren't willing to make the change, which is fine. Um, but I just really want to do my due diligence and kind of like put a little skepticism and questioning out there for you guys so that you can just make sure that, you know, like when you see things, you just think about things for a second and think about, okay, is that really going to make me feel good? And think about kind of where your goals are at. And, and I just wanted to come here from my point of view and just say, I do not feel restricted by any means. If I wanted the stuff, I'd buy it. I just don't want it. And my goal is like I've said on the podcast and, um, social media many times is that I literally want to be on this earth thriving for as long as I can. I don't want to just be like on this earth, just like feeling okay. Like I want to feel my absolute best. And I know that to do that, I have to live the lifestyle and I don't ever feel like I'm missing out. You know, like if I go on a vacation or go on a cruise or go hang out with my girlfriends, that's, that's one thing. Cause that's not something that happens every day. But, um, I think that it's really important to just, to just take a a second and just kind of look at it. You know, like I've said, our bodies are not a calculator. Our bodies are not just what goes in equals what you have to put out, because if it was that simple, we would not have 60% of the population be obese. You know what I mean? We would not. Um, it's so much more than that. And the information that we're getting from food tells certain genes to turn on or turn off. Um, and if we're constantly, Putting in foods, it's telling bad genes to turn on and good genes to turn off. That's not good. Um, you know, food is, is information. And, um, if we just think of it in such a reductionistic way as food is just calories, I think that that's doing our, our human body such an incredible disservice. And, um, and I think it's important to, to know, to be in like a healthy calorie range, you know, so that, that we can kind of minimize certain, minimize what we can, but we have to think of just more food as, you know, more than calories. I remember for the longest time, like more, like when I was kind of starting out in the fitness space, you know, I would never cook in butter because, oh my God, if I cooked in butter, that's extra fat that I have to account for. And I want to savor every little bit that I can so that I can eat it all in peanut butter, you know? And like, and then when I'm thinking like, I never cooked in, I never cooked my vegetables in oil, which like a, like a healthy oil, you know, like avocado or grass-fed butter or tallow or ghee or whatever. Those those fat-soluble vitamins in the healthy fats and those fats in those oils are what help you actually get the most out of the vegetables that you're eating, which I'm eating like I said to fuel and I'm eating for health. I'm not just eating to like check something off a macro box. So when I started doing that, probably a year or two ago, like cooking more in healthy fats and not being afraid of like, if I ran out of the spray or whatever, you know, to cook in a pan. And I, every day I cook my eggs and grass-fed butter and they taste freaking incredible. And I cook my vegetables and ghee or grass-fed butter. And guess what? They taste so much better. They, so it's one encouraging me to eat more vegetables. It's not, not on unhe- it's not unhealthy for you. And I'm more satisfied and I'm not going to go and like crave and binge on other things. And so, I don't know. I I'm going to be doing another podcast episode in the future. Wait, by the time this one airs, it'll probably be, it'll probably be in the next few weeks or so. Um, with someone who I connected with on Instagram and she talks a lot about these fitness influencers who go on to create these supplements that are absolute garbage. So many supplements are just, they're just glorified junk food. They're like, they're really, they really are like so many of the ingredients are just laundry list long, horrible things. Like for example, the other day I was looking at a hormone balance supplement that was created by an influencer. I don't need to say the brand because I'm sure you can go and just look it up. It was created by an influencer who's got millions of followers and the, the hormone balancing powder has vegetable oil it has artificial sweeteners it has artificial colors it has it actually had multiple artificial sweeteners in it it had dyes it had like all of these things and I'm like what like aren't what but then I think okay this person literally has millions of reach how many girls are going to go out desperate to fix their hormones and blindly follow this garbage product you know because because we just don't like we no fault of anyone's like, no fault by anyone. We just don't know better. Um, and that just really makes me sad. And I am so for a change within health and fitness products that they need to be made with transparency and they need to be made with the consumer's overall health in mind. Yes, I get it. We want like the more, the more better tasting your supplements are, the more that people are going to repurchase them or the better tasting your protein bars are the more people that are going to purchase them and repurchase. And I get that. I get that. But I don't believe that that's fair at the expense of the health that of the people who are indulging in them. I really don't. I think that that's horrible, and that's just why I'm here doing what I do. And I know that this is hopefully something that um, maybe you guys will be a little bit more empowered to kind of just double take a look at now, you know, when you see certain things or when you're thinking about getting products and, and whatnot. Just, uh, I don't know. I just have so many. It, it was so triggering for me. I just saw that. And I just immediately got so sad for like every person that's going to like, just blindly follow these people, um, and do whatever they're doing because that's just what they do. And it's, it's working for them. Um, but I guess, you know, goals are different and mine being optimal health. I think that, I think that we definitely deserve and we need a lot better. That is for sure. So, um, I'm really excited to be doing this interview. I will be doing the interview with, like I said, within the next few weeks, um, it'll probably be up, honestly, probably the week or two after this podcast airs. So, um, I hope that you guys enjoyed this. I hope that this maybe kind of educated you a little bit on some of the the things that don't quite sit super well with me, um, that you might see out on social media. And hopefully this kind of thinks or makes you think a little bit more, um, when you see things to just, uh, you know, be able to make your own opinion on it and kind of think for yourself. And also just last reminder, your body's not a calculator. It's not, <laughs> your body is so much more than what goes in and what goes out. Okay. So, um, I've done, I think I've done a podcast on that, um, more than macros. So, um, this is kind of like a spin-off on that plus more. So I hope that you guys enjoyed this and I will see you on next week's show. Hey. Woo!